You're listening to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. Youth ministry isn't easy, and you don't have much time. That's why this is a car ride's worth of content to help you reimagine, revive, and rebuild youth ministry. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Uprising, the Rebuilt Student Podcast. We're here today. I'm Allie, and I am with Daniel. As we said last week, these last four podcasts for our season are all going to be focusing on specifically Catholic things. Last time, we discussed using using adoration in your program, and today we will be talking about the rosary. But before we jump in, what are you loving right now, Daniel? Well, every day on the way to work and throughout the workday and during our student programs, <laughs> I use Spotify. Um, and most people probably use Spotify, but we actually pay for a premium account. It's like the best $10 that we invest every month, I think. You can play it uh, in the room for various things that we're doing. So we have game music and mm-hmm. we ha- play it during hangout time. Um, we can use it for prayer all kinds of things, but I can also control it from my phone to play it through the theater system so you can control it device to device. Um, So it's almost like a remote control and you can download playlists. You can play it if you have a premium account. So I love the way that we can use music through Spotify Premium. Yeah, music is such a big thing for teens. They love music. So having it part of your program, Spotify makes it so easy. Our teens always like our t- leadership teens who are in the tech booth and things will uh, make o- their own playlists or their up- they'll update playlists mm-hmm. that we play too. So they keep up with it and help us out with that too. Yeah, they're a lot better at knowing the good music. Yeah, definitely. As long as it's appropriate. <laughs> Although 80s music has made this big comeback the last Huge. couple of years. It, I know. I love 80s music, but I love that these teens love 80s mm-hmm. music. And that goes into what I'm loving right now. I'm loving Disney+. Plus. Because like 80s music, it's like a throwback to my childhood, I feel like. It's amazing. I was watching Lizzie McGuire the other day. Wow, Lizzie's on there? Oh, yeah. Lizzie is on. Everything is on there. Every Disney movie you ever watched as a kid. It's... I'm only beginning. I just got it last week, but I feel a binge coming on. (laughs) It's awesome. You and 10 million other people have it. Yeah. Yep, yep. It's awesome. So let's jump into our car rides worth of content today discussing the rosary and how and when to use it. I mean, the rosary is such an awesome thing and prayer experience that we get. Um, it's the lens through which we get to see the life of Jesus. We're praying with Mary to understand Jesus better. So for anyone who isn't familiar with the rosary, um, we're just going to break it down for you to start. The general structure is that they're opening prayers and then there you do five decades closing prayers and each bead along the rosary is um a prayer itself so you follow the beads to keep the prayer going so the opening prayer we need a visual i, I know could, i'm like, like using you my something. hands but <laughs> google a picture of a rosary as we explain what it is so they're opening the prayers you say the apostles creed in Our Father, three Hail Marys, and a Glory Be. And then each decade, there is an Our Father, ten Hail Marys, a Glory Be, and Oh My Jesus prayer. So you do that throughout each decade, and then there are the closing prayers of Hail Holy Queen, Oh God, and any other prayers that you just want to add. There's kind of freedom there. Um, and there are four sets 
of the mysteries that correspond to the days of the week. So there are certain things you focus on, certain mysteries that you focus on depending on what day you're doing the rosary. So Monday and Saturday are the joyful mysteries, which are the beginning miracles of Jesus's life. Tuesday and Friday are the sorrowful mysteries, which is his passion, his suffering, and his death. Um, The Sunday and Wednesday are the glorious mysteries, which is his resurrection. And Thursdays are um, the luminous mysteries, which are his miracles and his teachings. So that is how you go along the rosary. Sounds so complicated when you say it out like that. There are so many great apps though these days too that'll help you along you can write it out too but it can definitely be confusing for teens what the point of it is how to do it right I'm making air quotes you can't see that either but (laughs) it's a right and wrong way to do it but yeah that was kind of the the breathless explanation of Mm -hmm. the rosary do you have any favorite mysteries of Christ's life that you like to reflect on. My favorite are the luminous. That's what I was going to say. And you only get it one day a week. I, I want know, it two days a week. I know. That's my favorite too. Um, but I always, it cracks me up when I think about the rosary now because a while back we have a staff prayer meeting every Tuesday and for a while we were doing the rosary, but it was always the sorrowful mysteries because it was every <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> During Lent, sometimes I'll pray only the sorrowful mysteries or during advent i only pray the joyful mysteries because it's leading up to christ's birth so that's awesome uh so you can pray the rosary in a lot of different ways if it's something that you are you're just struggling with what to pray during certain times of life so for instance my mom really struggled during my brother's deployment in iraq She really doesn't pray the rosary a ton, but that was a time in life when she really didn't have words for what to pray. And so she just started praying the rosary. So you can pray it for the repetition when you don't know what to pray. That's one way you can do it. Mm -hmm. Another way that you can pray the rosary is to really reflect on the events of Christ's life, death, and resurrection. So that's what the mysteries are for, to really go deeper into what he was experiencing during those things and to let it be meditative on the mysteries. And I think the apps that you're talking about can be really helpful with that or mm-hmm. scriptural rosary. Mm-hmm. Um, another way that you can do it is with intentions for the decades or for the individual prayers that you're doing. <clears throat> Maybe you remember somebody for each Hail Mary or for each decade. I sort of do usually when I pray it like a hybrid between the mysteries and the intentions. So I'll pr- pray the mysteries and think of like people that are in the garden of Eden right now Mm. that are really suffering and need Christ to accompany them in this sort of waiting period. So awesome. That's how I pray it. But, um, there's no really wrong way to, to do it. If you're doing it, then that's a great step. Mm -hmm. And you can make it your own with your intentions and things like that. Um, but I do think teens find it confusing and intimidating. So how can we use it within our program? Well, for teens, Yeah, the first thing is to give teens a why. And we always want to provide an explanation of something. Some You're going to have teens that are all range of experience with the rosary. Some of them will have never done it. Some may pray it every night with their family. And so you want to be able to kind of speak to both of those sort of groups of of teens and give them a why. So we pray the rosary because it causes us to slow down, to be reflective, that's true for anybody. It doesn't matter 
how many times you've prayed it or how you're using it, it's a reflective prayer and it causes us to slow down. And we also pray it because Mary can be a tour guide for us through the life of Christ. She knew him and was closer Mm -hmm. to him Mm -hmm. than anybody. I was just watching a video by um, Father Mike Schmitz, who I'm loving him too right now because I'm always always loving him. him. I love him. (laughs) But um, he was talking about Mary and I think it's so interesting because the way he broke it down, which obviously I knew but never really thought about, but Mary, Jesus is fully human and fully God. So he was without sin, but Mary is purely human, but she was without sin. And I just feel like that's a different level that we can relate to her. I mean, we all have that original sin, but she was just a human. I mean, she wasn't God. She had God in her, obviously, you know, but it's just a very cool way that I think she is someone that we can easily relate to and look up to. And the rosary is such a great way to connect with her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We were just talking about how in Advent, we want to reflect with the teens about the struggles that Mary probably went through. Mm -hmm. It doesn't talk Mm -hmm. about that a lot in scripture, but you, you have to imagine that there were times when she really struggled with Jesus, even though he was perfect Mm -hmm. and Mary was perfect. They had struggles. They were human. Mm -hmm. And what did that look like for them? And even before Jesus, I mean, she just must've been so lonely. I mean, people probably shunned her for being pregnant before she was married. Her fiance almost left her. Just all these little pieces of her life. I think awesome. Oh, love Mary. On a side note, poor Joseph. Poor Joseph. If anything was done wrong, it had to be Joseph's fault (laughs) (laughs) because he lived with two perfect people. (laughs) (laughs) That is so true. Oh, Joseph. All right. So let's talk about being creative with the rosary. How can you pray this with teens in a way that really works? Um, So one way that you can do it is to give the rosary to teens um, with a handout and have them lead it. Mm-hmm. So they're the ones that would actually be um, doing the prayers themselves. May need a little bit of direction to do that, but um, drop them in the deep end. Have them do it. Yep. Just jump in, follow along on that handout. You can do it. I like, um, too, if you just praying together with one another, whether in their small group or as a large group, starting out all together, but then challenging them not to spend 20 minutes and pray the rosary every day, but pray a decade a day, you know, just ease into it. It's only a couple of minutes. We can all do that. Yeah. It's easy, but just getting into that pattern of following along the rosary. And we did a challenge at my last church that was a family rosary challenge for a month. We asked them to pray the rosary, I don't know, 10 times during the month or five times. Mm -hmm. The number doesn't really matter. Just getting the family together and having them pray it. Um, and then if they did that, they just submitted something back to us and we had a, we did a drawing between the families that, that did it and, um, gave a prize out to one of them. That's awesome. You can also make it an experience if you're doing it within your large group program. Um, not just sitting and going through the decades and just speaking straight through, praying straight through, um, but breaking it up. And in between each decade, having worship music or maybe speaking some scripture into it, whatever um, way to break it up and just kind of interact with the teens and get the teens to interact with what they're actually praying instead of it just feeling monotonous, like Hail Mary, Hail Mary, Hail Mary, you know? Mm-hmm. I was, I've been at retreats where they did a decade at a time and they did it five different times throughout the retreat. Mm. So it was a continual That's rosary. That's really cool. 
Um, we've done it uh, not here, but in another church. We cut out white circles and we laid them around the room in the shape of a rosary. And then we put a tea light or an LED candle on each. And we had scripture that went with each one and a passage for um, each of the prayers. And then the teens each take a, a bead. Oh, that is for lack of so a better word. cool. So we made the room a rosary. That's really cool. I love that. Anything that gets them up, right? Even if you just take them and you're walking while you pray the rosary, anything mm-hmm. that gets them moving, it makes it just feel like their attention and interaction with it more. And it's easier for them to pay attention if they are somehow moving or doing something tangible. Yep. Uh, a couple more just quick ones. You could sing the Ave Maria between decades. It's real simple to teach and learn. Um, we used to do that at the end of um, each of our youth group nights at some of the churches where I've worked. It's kind of like a thing with Life Teen, if, you've, if you're from a Life Teen church. And they did it one time at a youth conference that we went to, and all the teens looked at me like, we're not the only ones that do that. This is so cool. Uh, so... You can sing the Ave Maria. Mary's months are October and May, so you can tie it to those months. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can have your leaders pray it as part of a prayer campaign for a given purpose. Commit to praying it every day for a month for, uh, you know, the number of ministers that you need for the year or whatever it might be. Yeah, and I think just the number one thing you want to keep in mind is that you don't want to overuse it. We said the same thing about adoration. You never want to diminish its purpose and its power as a prayer that we get to do. So it's probably not an every week kind of prayer. You always want to make it meaningful and special, and you don't want the students to get tired of it by any means. You want them to be able to connect with it and go to it when they need, when they feel like they need to, and um, just put some purpose behind it. So don't use it every week, but there's definitely room for it in your program. Yeah. So what is a win? that you've seen, Daniel, when it comes to using the rosary with students? One year, so we finish here at Nativity, our programs end the beginning of May. But one year um, at another church where I worked, we went beyond that because the school year went beyond that. And we didn't have program on Mother's Day, but we decided let's just pray a rosary after Mass. We had a Sunday evening Mass. So we invited mothers and teens and whoever wanted to, to come pray the rosary in the chapel after Mass. And all these moms came with their teens. Mm -hmm. It was only like 10 maybe, but it was great. And we said the names of all of our mothers and the course of the rosary and just prayed it together. And it was really simple. Just did a little bit of reflecting and thanking God for moms and for our, all of our mom, (laughs) Mary. And it was great. That's beautiful. I love that. On Mother's Day, a mother can guilt her child into praying the rosary, Mm -hmm. but I bet it was a great experience for those teens who did do it with them. That's awesome. Well, we love you guys. Thanks so much for joining us today on Uprising. In the next Car Rides worth of content, we will be talking about using saints within your ministry.